You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind, of Mind podcast, podcast, brought to you brought by to the, you hockey the Hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Now here's now your here's host, host, Neil Villapiano! Devils fans, it is, of course, your, your boy, Neil Villapiano. I can't believe I screwed up my intro already. And welcome back to another edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network, the best place, as always, to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. Thank you guys, as always, for taking some time out of your day to check these episodes out. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Folks, we had a couple of preseason games that happened over this past weekend, and there was a lot to discuss. And also, the Devils on Sunday afternoon made a move to claim a player from our Hudson River rivals, the New York Rangers, and we'll talk a little bit little bit about that as well. But we have, obviously we have a lot to talk about, but first and foremost, I just want to say this really quickly, that on Friday, if you guys had the chance, uh, we hosted as a network, as the Hockey Podcast Network, we had our first live watch-along, and yours truly was the host of it, as we watched, as, as, together as a fan base, together as just fans of hockey, we had a chance to watch the Devils game against the Rangers, and like I said, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I was told that over 300 people at one time watched this live stream and, and was with me for three plus hours of watching the game, talking about different things that are involved in the game, talking about myself, helping me with my fantasy draft. There was so much fun and I'm super excited to do many more of those. I'm super excited to see where it goes in the hockey pod, uh, in the hockey podcast network, YouTube channel, THPN. Make sure you go like and subscribe to that. And like I said on the live stream, and I'll say it here. 
there is so much content that is going to be coming out, whether it's live streams, just videos, and so many different things. And I really hope that you guys take the time to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any new content that we put out. Because I, I promise you, I promise you 100% that the go-to place to get the most news, the most content involving the world of hockey is going to be the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel and also all of the podcasts here on the Hockey Podcast um, Network. And so, again, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody who took some time out of their evening to watch that game with me and, and, and you know, have some fun talking to me. I greatly appreciate it. It was so much fun. And, folks, this is just the first of many that I'm definitely going to be doing this year. And certainly many, one of many that we're going to be doing as a network. So you guys got to stick around again. THPN is the name of the YouTube channel. You could type in the hockey podcast network, like it, subscribe. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So with that out of the way, we have a bunch more to talk about here on this edition of the devil's state of mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time. And. Get rolling. So we're going to start by talking about uh, the Devils' second preseason game. The Devils were coming off a 5-4 to four victory in the first preseason game on the road against the Washington Capitals. You go to Friday, and they're taking on the New York Rangers. It's the first home game of the preseason for the Devils, and there were a lot of people at the game. I obviously would have loved to have been there, but like I said, I was obviously doing a live watch-along. And again, thank you guys for checking it out and supporting me. I really do appreciate it. Um, but there was just a lot of excitement going into this because obviously the majority of the new guys got a chance to play. Actually, I think all of the, the big new guys played in that game. Dougie Hamilton played, Ryan Graves played, Jonathan Bernier started in net, and Tomas Tatar also played. And, you know, what better way to kind of get yourself, you know, acclimated with the fans then obviously getting an opportunity to play against the New York Rangers, our Hudson River rivals. And you knew there was going to be a lot of Rangers fans there as well. And just the fact that there were people in the stands and there was no really limit to it. It's just as many people as possible could come was just great to see. And there was just so much excitement because it wasn't just the new guys. Also, Alexander Holtz and Dawson Mercer were playing. I mean, there was so, so much anticipation and excitement. And I remember, you know, when I was kind of, uh, well, we had more or less like a pregame to the live watch along where I was on for about a half hour prior to the game starting. Somebody asked me, they said, well, what's your score prediction? And I said something, I think I said something like five to two, uh, something like that. I said, because when I looked at the Rangers roster, it was no disrespect to the Rangers. But when you looked at it and you compared it to the Devils roster for this game, the Devils had a lot of their main guys playing and the Rangers had like mainly it was Jacob Truba. Uh, Mika Zibanejad, and also um, Shesterkin. Those were the three main guys that I remember that were playing in that game. So really the Rangers were not having a lot of guys. I know they also played on Saturday as well uh, in Boston. So I think that they probably played the majority of their main guys in that one. But the Devils certainly wanted to come out and really play a good game. And not only did they play a good game, they played a flawless game from literally start to finish with maybe the exception of a couple minutes, maybe four or five minutes between the end of the first period and into the second where they really were, were struggling. The Devils come away with an impressive 7-1 to victory over the New York Rangers, scoring three goals in the first, adding one more in the second, and then adding three more in the third 
period. And so we'll talk about right now, you know, just the goals that we saw and kind of my analysis of the whole thing. So he started with about four and a half minutes to go. Well, four and a half minutes into the first period and PK Subban with an absolute blast from the point where we love to see from PK Subban. I believe it was a power play goal. And he got one that hit off of the leg of a Ranger player and into the back of the net, a really good screen by both Michael McLeod and Chase DeLeo, another one of the, uh, you know, lesser new guys, but a guy who's definitely trying to see if he can make a, a push for a roster spot. Um, you know, both standing in front, really good screen and the Devils were able to strike first. And so that was a really good start. And, and again, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how Subban uh, plays in his new role, knowing he doesn't have to be the main top defenseman that he was for many years. I think he could even be like a third pairing defenseman considering what we have. Um, I don't know if it's because of his pedigree, that may not be the case, but I feel like that that would be a good position for him to be. And then about, just a little over two minutes later, Yanni Kokanen gets a nice pass from Alexander Holtz right in the slot, and Kokanen beats Shesterkin to make it two to nothing. So for Holtz, he got himself his second assist, his third point of the preseason, and PK Subban, after getting a goal, registered an assist. So some of these guys are already off and rolling in this game. And again, just six and a half minutes into the game, it's two nothing Devils. And then you pick things up about four minutes after that, and it's Tice Thompson who's standing in front of the net. Really good positioning. Dougie Hamilton takes a shot from the top right uh, blue line, and Shesterkin makes the save, but Thompson, who was standing in front of the net all alone, went down on his knees with his backhand and beat Shesterkin to make it three to nothing. And I talked about Tice Thompson. He had a cup of coffee last year with the Devils, you know, playing in some games. And obviously he's looking to try to prove that he belongs in the NHL. And that was a really good, that was a really good play for him. Um, I don't know exactly if he doesn't make the roster, if he would go to Providence. I don't think so. I think he'd end up uh, with Utica, but at the same time, he definitely showed in this game that he wants to earn a roster spot. And I really do believe that not only in the Capitals game, this game, and also we'll talk about the Devils game against the Islanders on Saturday. Um, it's been, it, I'm sure it's been very difficult for Lindy Ruff to make uh, some of these cuts. I'm sure that a lot of guys are giving him fits about trying to figure out, you know, who to send down, who to continue to give more chances in, in preseason and so on and so forth. And look, we're, I'm recording this, by the way, on Sunday, October 3rd. So we're about, we're about 12 days away from, the first game, the first regular season game of the season, opening night on the 15th against the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, but yeah, guys like Tyce Thompson really making it difficult. And Dougie Hamilton getting himself his first point as a New Jersey Devil. Again, it won't count on the score sheet, so I'll probably mention it again once he gets his first point in the regular season. But for him in his Devils debut, it was a it was a good way to good way to get himself going with the fans. And basically with about seven minutes to go in this period, it's three nothing Devils. But unfortunately, late in the first period, I believe it was P.K. Subban that took a tripping penalty and the Rangers made the Devils pay as Mika Zibanejad standing all alone on the left side, one-time shot over the right shoulder of Jonathan Bernier and into the back of the net to give the Rangers a goal and cut the deficit to three to one. And I got to be honest with you guys, and I'm sure a lot of people who are watching this game thought about it. We all said, Please don't blow a three-goal lead. We don't want to see this again. We want this type of hockey to stop. I'm so tired of worrying about being up two, three goals and just waiting for this team to blow it. We don't want that. We want to just, you know, you know, put that in our rearview mirror and just be aggressive. And I felt like 
from the rest of that first period and the first four or five minutes of the second, the Devils really kind of played back and the Rangers were generating a lot of really good opportunities. But then the Devils started to get back into their game. And then you had this great play with about six minutes into the second period where Pavel Zaka on the left side made a gorgeous pass over to Tomas Tatar, who was coming off the bench, sneaking behind the Rangers defense, all alone on the right side, gets a pass, one-time shot, Bang! It beats the Sturkin, and he scores himself his first goal as a New Jersey Devil. He got so excited, really hyped up the crowd. And most importantly, the Devils were able to regain the three-goal lead, making it four to one. And that's where it stood after two periods. So going into the third, you felt pretty good about the Devils winning this game. And again, I know it's preseason, but when you see really good hockey, even in the preseason, you can't help but get excited. And then you go into the third period, and the first thing that stood out was obviously the tremendous diving save about five minutes into the third by Jonathan Bernier. I don't know what happened exactly because they didn't show it on the broadcast, but he was out of position, and the Rangers player just took a shot. He had a wide-open net, but Bernier was able to get over there with his glove and make the diving glove save and deny the Rangers of scoring a goal. And I remember Amanda Stein on Twitter said, even though it's preseason, that's got to be possibly something that could be one of the top saves uh, in, the, in the league this season. And obviously, it's not going to be the last great save we see this year in the NHL. But for Jonathan Bernie to make a save like that in his first game playing in New Jersey, that was tremendous. And I do want to give credit to Jonathan Bernier because he had a really good game. I know he struggled in the first game against the Capitals. But you look at this game, he was much better. Way, way better. He really seemed much, much more relaxed, much more calm, cool, collected, and you really love to see it. Hockey is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any hockey game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This is a deal you cannot pass up, my friends. Doesn't matter if it's one-time clapper or a death deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any hockey game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and one wager dollar $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And the Devils continued to, you know, reward Bernier with his great saves by adding more goals. Pavel Zaka got one that made it 5-1. to one. It was a great pass on a one-timer from Dougie Hamilton. So Dougie Hamilton adding himself uh, his second point, his second assist. Tomas Tatar got his second point on an assist. And then Jimmy VC, Jimmy VC, with about three and a half minutes to go in this game, took a shot from a bad angle that hit the inside of the goaltender for the Rangers and into the back of the net. So for Jimmy Vesey, who is on a PTO contract fighting for a job, 
And for him to score against his former team that had to feel good for him, he's been playing pretty well. He's a guy that honestly could definitely make a run at making this roster. Also, Mark Jankowski, we'll talk about him in just a couple of minutes. But Jimmy Vesey getting a goal there, making it 6-1. to one. And then less than a minute later, Keandre Miller of the Rangers, they're in the Devils zone. He has a little bit of trouble holding on to the puck, settling it down. A tremendous poke check by Dawson Mercer, and Mercer's off to the races on a breakaway. And you see the goaltender reach out his stick to try to poke the puck away, and Dawson Mercer with a nice toe drag held it back and then went five-hole through the goaltender's legs, and he made made it 7-1. to And for Mercer, that's his second goal of the preseason, his third point of the preseason, and the Devils were able to score another one there. Dawson Mercer and Alexander Holtz once again making contributions on the score sheet. Dawson Mercer continuing to play so well and looking like a seasoned pro. And Lindy Ruff has said nothing but great things about this kid saying he really looks good. And Mercer played so well in this game. Um, He had a wide open net earlier and he just whiffed on it. He shanked it to the left and he put his head back and he was so frustrated about that. But he was able to redeem himself scoring that goal, making it 7-1. to And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where the game ended. As the Devils come away with a decisive 7-1 to victory over the New York Rangers, they moved to 2-0 on the preseason, and they really just looked good in their first game at home. Their next home game will be this. I believe it's going to be on Monday. Um, if you guys are listening to us on Monday, it's going to be today at home against the Washington Capitals. So the Devils will look to try to get another victory at home to continue to try to build confidence as now we're starting to see a few cuts being made here left and right. But that was a very impressive victory. And for them to do it when I'm doing my first live watch along, they must have, again, they must have known that I was going to be doing it. So the Devils decided to put on a show and it was certainly a show. I was very, very impressed with how they played. And I'm hoping that even though it is preseason, I'm hoping that whoever is on this team, the Devils can play like this into the regular season. Because if they're playing like this, the Devils are going to be so difficult to face off against throughout the year. And that's what I want to see. These guys scoring three, four goals a game and being ultra competitive. That is what I would like to see. And I'm really hoping that that's the case. So now let's move over to the Devils' uh, third preseason game, which was literally the next day against the New York Islanders. And I mentioned this on my on Twitter at Devil State and also on Instagram at Devil State of Mind. That day was winemaking for myself and my family. We make wine every year. I talked about it on the live watch along. Uh, and yesterday was the first day. Uh, we crushed and we pressed the white wine and then we crushed the red. And so we'll be pressing the, um, the red wine uh, next Sunday. So a week from today at the time of this recording. Um, so I actually did not have any time at all to look at my phone or to even watch the game. So I actually, funny enough, I did not know what happened or, or anything like that until I woke up on Sunday morning and watched the highlights. Um, but from what I saw, and obviously you guys seen it, the Devils came away with a 2-1 to victory in overtime against the New York Islanders playing in Bridgeport, Connecticut, the home of the Bridgeport Tigers, Bridgeport Tiger Cats. I think it's the Tigers, um, which is the New York Islanders AHL affiliate. Um, and again, uh, there, it was just a really good game from what I was told. Corey Schneider, former New Jersey Devil, and obviously one of my all-time favorite players, uh, played, I believe he played the second and third periods of this game and also the overtime period as well. So he obviously did 
a pretty good job. He did give up two goals, including the game winner. But still, from what I was told, he had a pretty good game. And my and my really good Islanders friend, Kim Moisa, I also go three on Twitter. She sent me a couple pictures yesterday saying, I know how much you love Corey Schneider. So here you go. And she was sitting right by the Islanders bench and she took a couple pictures for me. So thank you, Kim. I really appreciate that. You know that. Um, that was great. Uh, but I'm going to try my best to kind of just describe really quickly because there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of action in this game. Uh, the biggest concern is obviously Jack Hughes left in the second period with an injury. Uh, he did not return in the game. But Lindy Ruff said that he's he doesn't expect Hughes to miss any time. So obviously, that's not something you want to you, you want to see. But it's we're all hoping and it's good to hear as well that Jack Hughes' injury is nothing severe. So that's kind of the whole thing. But uh, the game started um, about three and a half minutes into the game. Uh, a nice pass from Matt Barcel over to Kiefer Bellos. I believe Bellos is like the top, um, the top player, top prospect, more or less, for the New York Islanders. I know he played uh, a couple of games with the Islanders last year. He even scored a game winner in a shootout against the Devils last season. So obviously uh, he does have some experience and he's a very good player as well. But Barzell made a nice one-timer pass over to Keeper Bellis, and it beat Mackenzie Blackwood, who was making his uh, preseason debut. Uh, and the De and the Islanders struck very early in that game to take a one-nothing lead. Um, I don't remember exactly when um, when Scott Wedgwood came into the game. I'm trying to like look for it, kind of on the spot here, so I do apologize for this. But um, but yeah, no. Eventually, uh, Scott Wedgwood came into the game, um, and he did pretty well. From the amount of time he was playing, obviously he ended up being the, game, the winning goaltender, but also Blackwood was good after giving up that goal. There were no goals in the second period, and then we got our first goal for the Devils at the 1545 mark by another player on a PTO contract, Mark Jankowski, who I honestly have liked from his physicality and kind of getting in the middle of everything. He scored a goal, kind of a scramble in front, and he was able to tie the game at one. Also, Tyler Witherspoon, another PTO guy, got himself a point in this game. So the guys on professional tryout contracts have really done a good job of getting themselves on the score sheet and impressing the coaching staff. They're guys that are proving that not only could maybe they potentially be up here, but they could stick around within the organization, maybe playing with Utica to kind of have a little bit of better presence down there as well. But that was the only goal of the third period. So the game ended up going to overtime. And of course, not surprisingly, Yegor Sharangovich came down the right wing and it was a two-on-two -two play. And Sharangovich, like he always does, just decided to pull it back, sniped it, top shelf over Corey Schneider's glove side and into the back of the net. And at the 336 mark of the overtime, Sharangovich scores and wins the game in overtime for the Devils. Uh, Nikita Ahoychuk and also um, Talvite, who had his second point, um, as they say here, he had both of these guys, by the way, uh, got their second points of the preseason. Um, they both got tallies on this one on the Sharangovich goal. And the Devils come away, like I said, with a two to one victory in overtime. So with that, the Devils over this weekend get two more wins and have moved their record to three and zero on the preseason. And this is just really, really impressive. So you look at it now 
through these three games, the Devils scored five in the first game, seven in the second, and they added two in the third one. So that is 14 goals through three games. And then they've given up a total of six goals through these. So they've outscored their opponents by the score of 14 to six through their first three games. So that's really good. That's really good. That's giving the Devils an opportunity to win these games. And again, for the umpteen time, I know it's preseason, and I know, obviously, you don't want to overreact, good or bad. You just don't. Um, I know some people were frustrated as well watching the first game and seeing the penalty kill struggle and all that stuff. But it was also the same type of people that were freaking out watching the Devils score seven goals against the Rangers in the very next game. Um, You just have to kind of take everything with a grain of salt and look at it from this perspective, that a lot of guys that are fighting for jobs are really doing well. It seems like the new guys are kind of integrating themselves relatively well as, you know, two. And you just kind of have to hope that they can all kind of generate this, whether they play in Utica or in Jersey or wherever they might potentially play. You hope that they can build from there. So that's kind of the hope that you're seeing from this. But all in all, it's been a really, really good start for the Devils here in this preseason. It was a tremendous weekend. And starting on Monday, you're hoping that the Devils uh, continue to play this really well, um, this really good brand of hockey. So going into this week coming up, ladies and gentlemen, the Devils have their final three preseason games. Uh, Monday, if you're listening to this on Monday, it's today. Uh, Monday, October 4th at home against the Capitals. Then two days later, you have the Devils against the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. And then on Thursday, the Devils play their final preseason game at home against the New York Islanders. So we're halfway through the preseason games. And then the Devils will have a little bit more than a week um, to make cuts and have the full team that's going to be starting this year getting ready for October 15th, a Friday night against the Chicago Blackhawks. So things are coming quick. They are coming quick, and it's very interesting to see what type of cuts uh, are made, and I'll do my best to share them uh, once they are made. I know the Devils made a couple of cuts that I'm actually going to quickly here on the spot, um, you know, check it out. I also wanted to mention as well that some people were asking, well, what exactly happened? Uh, what, what's the deal with Ty Smith? We haven't seen him play in the first three games. Well, Uh, We got a notice yesterday or on uh, Saturday that defenseman Ty Smith suffered an injury and also for Jesper Bratt uh, was sick. And and then also Smith's injury will keep him off the ice for a number of days, uh, according to Lindy Ruff. Um, So that's obviously not good. So we're hoping that both Ty Smith and Jack Hughes can be healthy by the time we get to the beginning of the season because we're going to need them. We're going to need both of them to come out and, you know, be at 100% and be raring and ready to go because, uh, you know, they're impact players. They're impact players. Also, Jack Hughes is on my fantasy team, so I kind of I kind of need him to, to do well. But, uh, but again, other than obviously that, um, we're kind of, ho- you know, everything – has been going really well for the Devils. Um, I know also Chase Stillman played in that uh, that game against the Islanders. And from what I was told, he looked pretty good. Um, he looked pretty relaxed on that top line. And, uh, you know, he's a scrappy player. He's a scrappy player. He's definitely a guy that I think most likely will end up playing in Utica. Um, or he might actually go back to Sudbury. I'm not really sure exactly where he stands at the moment. I think actually he might be going to Utica because he signed – I believe he did sign his entry-level deal this year. Um, The Devils also did make a couple of cuts. Uh, They 
They announced four roster moves uh, today, actually, on Sunday that involves forwards Chase Stillman, Nate Schnarr, and Brian Flynn, and defenseman Robbie Russo. Uh, Stillman is actually going back to Sudbury, so um, he'll be playing with the Wolves this year in the Ontario Hockey League. Schnarr um, has been loaned to other teams or slash leagues. They didn't really say exactly where. Russo and Flynn have been placed on waivers with the intent to sign them to Utica, and the Comets opened their training camp uh, on Monday. So that's so the Devils obviously had to make a couple of cuts prior to that. I know they also might have made a couple of cuts prior to um, prior to Saturday's game. They uh, yes, forward Ryan Schmelzer, defenseman Jeremy Grolo, Michael Vukishevitz, and goaltender Merrick's Mittens all are going to be uh, reporting to the Utica Comets training camp. Um, I don't know if that training camp is going to be in New Jersey or if it's going to be in Utica. But the Devils so far have assigned four, uh, eight players at the moment um, to different teams. They've made cuts. So that's obviously the roster has shrunken and will continue to shrink over, the, over this week once we play a couple of more games. And the last thing I wanted to talk about really quickly was that the Devils made an announcement that they had actually uh, claimed a defenseman off of waivers, uh, Mason Geertsen, who literally played against the Devils on Friday and I guess got cut either Saturday or today, or well, not didn't get, didn't get cut, but was put on waivers. And the reason why it's funny for a lot of Devils fans is that he was the guy that was kind of roughing it up with Michael McLeod, Tyce Thompson. He was kind of in the middle middle of every like you know scruff, you know um, I don't know what what people call it now, um, you know disagreements in front of the net or after the whistle skirmishes. That was the word I was looking for. He was in the middle of a lot of the skirmishes after the whistle and everything like that. So I take it that he's kind of a physical defenseman. Um, from what I've read here, he was placed on waivers by the Rangers. He's six foot four, 227 pounds and likes to play a tough physical and gritty game. So that's obviously uh, something that the Devils were certainly interested in. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald made it a key objective to add size to his defensive core over the summer. And obviously we have Dougie Hamilton at six foot six, Ryan Graves at six foot five, and even Christian Jaros, who the Devils acquired in a trade for Ryan Merkley from San Jose, uh, excuse me, Nick Merkley. Um, he's six foot three. I don't know if Geertsen is going to be somebody that will be playing with the Devils this year. Maybe he's that seventh defenseman. I don't know. Um, but now he's a member of the New Jersey Devils. So uh, I guess in a very small, funny way, if you can't beat him, join him. So, yeah, that's pretty much all we have at the moment here with the Devils. There really is no rumors or anything like that. All we can do right now moving into this week is that the Devils continue to play well. We'll see what other guys continue to step up. We're hoping that guys like Hughes and Ty Smith are fully healthy by the time we get to October 15th, which is 12 days, which could be more than enough time. Um, and we'll just kind of go from there. But every day, guys, we're getting closer and closer to the beginning of the season. And I'm super excited to get going with you guys for another another long and what should be very fun season of the Devil's State of Mind podcast.